This is the Fedora Chronicles Network. The Metaphysical Connection 17 Modern Chimera is brought to you by our Zazzle page. Zazzle.com slash Fedora Chronicles. Great products with our logos, which keeps the podcast on the air and will make you look like the coolest at the summer lobster bake on the beach. This time, Walt Schnabel and I, Eric Render Kingfisk, talk about one of our favorite authors, Nick Redburn, and some of our favorite books of his. We also talk about uh, President Obama and disclosure, and the controversial news about some U.S.-based laboratories creating human-animal hybrids, also known as chimeras or chimeras. All the while, we are enjoying hard ginger ale from Henry's Hard Soda. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I think that maybe we should start talking about our our good our, our new best friend Nick Redfern. I think we should. And we uh, we had sort of a um, premature announcement about our next show. Exactly. Due to due to my excitement, I guess. Um, How could you not I, be excited? I, well, I know. I put my foot in my mouth a little bit. I got a little taste of toe. Um, we were all set to do the show yesterday, and um, at the last minute, Nick. Uh, Nick checked in with us and told us that he was, first of all, he lives in, on the fringe of Dallas, which is probably a good place for him to live. Yeah. On the fringe of something. And uh, Nick had a power loss due to the severe storms out there. Horrible storms. Near, right. Near, 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 major, major storms. Near tornado conditions. Yeah, I think, well, actually, I think there were. And they had flooding and all kinds of bad stuff sent their way by Mother Nature. So... As a result, he couldn't do the show yesterday, so we were we were majorly bummed about it. Yeah, but that's not the but, full story, though, because the thing is, is that he actually got in his car, and he kept oh yeah, and yeah, he kept driving and driving until he could find a Starbucks that had electricity and Wi-Fi, right? So he could let us know, right, that he couldn't do the show. What a what a great guy! Absolutely, that's that's an awesome thing to do. I mean, the thing is, is that and and let's also interject here and say that. Nick Redfern's like a rock god when it comes to all things in the realm of the paranormal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's he's a major player. We were were standing by the sink and we were talking about how this guy is just cranking out books like left and right. He is. He does like what? Maybe one or two a year? Yeah, he's prolific. And then he's all over the place doing podcasts like ours. And and going to conventions. He speaks at multiple conventions on all various... I mean, he's written about just about every topic you can think of that falls under the the paranormal slash um strange and weird topics you know yeah exactly. anything metaphysical he's, yeah he's covered it either either in literature or in his talks and i mean he's talked about bigfoot and written about bigfoot and men in black and you know serious uh ufo books and um you know he's been at it for a long time. He's a, he's a he's a serious guy in the field. You want to talk about your favorite Nick Redfern book before I get into mine? Well, my new favorite, of course, is his newest one, which we we were lucky enough to get um, advanced copies of from the from the publicist, his his publicist at New Age Books. So we were, we were lucky enough to get that ahead of time before it came out. It's been out about a week now, and um, it's a really good book. It's it's it really fills in a big chunk of the puzzle it's called weapons of the gods yeah it talks about <clears throat> a topic that I, I have to say i was a little bit skeptical of um 
not necessarily right before I read the book, because uh, prior to to reading the book and, and knowing that he had written a, uh, a book about it, the first time I heard about it, about nuclear wars in the past, yeah. I, I, I have to say I was a little bit, eh, I don't know, that sounds... I turned you on to that idea kind of, and you thought I was crazy. Yeah, well, yeah. And then the more I read about it, the more I thought about it, it, it really does kind of make sense, and it ties in with the whole uh, Anunnaki ancient presence on Earth. And, right. and they, they really were a sort of a warlike, competitive race. They, they weren't, certainly weren't pacifists. Uh, so, you know, it stands to reason that they um, had some conflict going on, and they settled it with strong measures, which they had privilege to. Well, I guess it's a privilege. I don't know. Yeah. It's, a, <clears throat> it's not such a good thing to have to settle things with a nuclear component, but apparently that's what happened. Yeah, um, and Nick's gonna gonna talk about that. It's the premise. Of it's the, an exciting of book, book, though. Right. It's an exciting. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. the thing the thing it fills, that, it fills in a big void of ancient history. It sort it sort of picks up where Phil Copen's book on the ancient aliens. Or I'm sorry, the ancient civilization enigma left mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. But the a whole aspect of of Nick's book, and one of the things that I really enjoyed about it is that Nick's sort of like, well, hold on, hold on, let's let's. Hold your horses for a second, and he, and he sort of separates the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, he, or, he and, presents both sides. And the thing is, the is thing. that and and the entire context of the book is is that there's there's the 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 white box that you put all the stuff that says yeah this definitely really happened and then there's the black box where mm-hmm. you put all the stuff that the evidence that people are like they're too hasty to say this is evidence that there was advanced civilizations here on earth before ours right and then there's right. the gray box and he keeps saying we should put this in the gray box we should put this and and the, and it's sort of like it's a very sobering book for people like us who want to believe that there's more out there than what they're what what we're being told in history class right and it also short circuits the debunkers like right out of the gate because he's you know he makes a real point of saying that some authors who write about these kinds of things they they lead the the research in the direction they want it to go in they they sort of i'm I'm not saying they make it up but they but they they sort of guide it they put too much value to to prove the point they're trying to get to which is a lot of times maybe somewhat questionable or or very hard to prove you know with any kind of real hard evidence so he calls those them out um he, he even calls some of the ancient alien uh, premises on the TV show which he appeared on numerous right. times he calls that out a little bit and so so it's not a it's a really unbiased book in, in a lot of ways it's probably the I mean, best he's, unbiased he's trying book to make a point I'm not going to say what the conclusion is because you know obviously he's going to want people to go out and buy the book he doesn't, doesn't want us to Give away the no. Give away the punchline, so to speak. No, but I think that that is the punchline <clears throat> because he lays it out and says, "I want you to make up your own decision." Yeah. Nick yeah. Redfern is not coming right out and saying, "This is the truth and this is what you have to believe." Right. right I want right. you to make up. Um, but for me, um, I think the best book that he has ever written so far. This is like F. Scott Fitzgerald's *The Great Gatsby*, whereas F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote a lot of really great books. Mm-hmm. But everybody compares it to The Great Gatsby. For me, his Great Gatsby is um, The Pyramids of the Pentagon, yeah. where he talks about 
Um, and, it, and of course, if you're a big, huge fan of a- adventure blockbuster movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark, this is really a book that you have to have on your shelf. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it, it's, it, it's required reading if you're at all interested in, in this, this field of UFOs and paranormal and metaphysical stuff. <laughs> yeah, and all the stuff that's out there right. that is... All the of, stuff like, that we love and talk all about. The st- yeah, and, th- and the thing is, is that you're kind of hoping that it was just like, get a copy of this to the script writers at Lucasfilm. Like, if you're, yeah. if, if you're going to be doing... If I don't think any of his works have been made into documentaries, or have they? Uh, he's been that, in that, so that, many that, documentaries. He's been in a lot, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got a lot of... Um, he's been on a lot of shows. Oh, he's yeah. He's done a lot. He's had his own radio show. He's He's been on numerous documentary, like History Channel kind of things. Um, you know, he's 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 huge, I, which is why I was so excited that we... Yeah, that we got him to come on. Yeah, I mean, and he's a gracious guy. He's 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 a really really very cool guy. I mean, I mean he, he took time. He, somebody with the kind of credentials he's ha- he he has, he would think. <clears throat> excuse me, I have to clear my throat periodically. We're in the tree pollen phase in uh, yeah in New Hampshire right now, so I've, I've got a congested throat. But um, <clears throat> somebody with his level of credentials, you know, the work that he's done. He's been in the field. I'm sure t- over 20 years. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, you kind of almost expect them to be egotistical or jaded or, or however you want to no, look at it. But he's, he's not no. at all. No, no. He's, he's just like no. a regular, cool guy. You know, he's he's just like you know, I, not you know. I've, I've only really talked to him through um, texts and you know yeah. messages on Facebook and stuff. But but he he seems like a really great guy and. So we're lucky to get him. I think we were lucky. Yeah. To, we were lucky to get an inroad through the pu- through the publicist. Yeah, his publicist for new new page books, and we're hoping we get some other writers too. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so yeah. So uh, and we'll probably get to it when we talk to him. But he's got another book, which is really a compendium of um, of a lot of the topics that we love and love to talk about. It's called Secret History, um, Aliens to the New World Order, and Bigfoot. It talks about all of the, all of those kinds of. How much you want to covers make? everything really? Basically, it's a it's a it's a catch all for you know many many things that I'm sure he's he's talked about over the years. What do you want to make a bet that within like the the last two or three chapters of the book that he's working on, he's gonna he's gonna make the case that all of these are interconnected. Oh yeah, because that's what yeah. he's just well, so great at doing. Well, yeah, and and that that's my that's always been my suspicion <clears throat> that there's some big grand um, dot to dot that that we have trouble filling. You know, deciding which dot to connect to what. You know, the ones that we do as kids, they have all the numbers there, so they're pretty easy. But we don't have all the numbers yet, and and he's one of the guys that's providing some of the numbers. Yeah. Us, you know, which is which, which makes what his work so, for my money, important. Um, not only for, you know, the field of of parapsychology and u- ufology and and those kinds of things that we, you know, center our interest on, but but also for the bigger picture. You know, for this for society in general. I think those that's where the the real truisms are going to come from. Science is very limited. The hard science is very limited in its scope. They they stick to their to their paradigm, hard and fast, until it's, until somebody takes them by the collar and shakes them vigorously, and then they finally say, "Oh, okay, okay, 
Okay, I see your point. I think that one of the things that I found really amazing is, is that when I was talking to a lot of our friends who, um, who follow us on Facebook and, uh, and we, we mentioned um, Nick Redfern, they were like, yeah, I know that guy. He's, he's blah, blah, blah. He's, yeah. he's, from, he's from Ancient Aliens or he's, like, he's written one of my favorite books. And I was just like looking at, looking at his biography here, sort of like here's just some of the titles of some of the books. And tell me, it's like if they made a documentary or a movie about this, tell me that you would not be first in line to see it on Memorial Day weekend if they had, um, if they made movies of some of his books, like the NASA conspiracies, final events, keep out, which is talking about all the government locations that they have that are, that they keep all their secret hookadoos. Monster Files, There's Something in the Woods, The Weirdest Places, Body Snatchers in the Desert. Ooh, I'd be in line for that one. Uh, let's see. He's got a, <clears throat> he's got a book on, uh, well, he's talked about Men in Black. He's got a book on Men in Black. Yeah. But he also has a book on Women in Black, which is Chessie's non-sexist, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what bathroom they use, the Women in Black. You know, it's funny how we're talking about transgender issues and 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 which bathrooms. I, I, I don't want to really get into that. But I, was, I was I was making. Oh, a lot oh of that. okay. But you can if you want to. Just just don't go too heavily into it. It's, no, I think the thing <clears> is, is that it's like if that's kind of like a topic for another time. I th- I I honestly believe that. By the way, is that your drink or mine? Uh, that's yours. Okay, because you've already had more than I have. Obviously, what are you saying? Enjoying it. We're, we're enjoying some hard ginger ale today. You, you got to realize that this is this is the day. This is the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. Right. So we're right. starting so we're, early we're, here. Yeah, we're we're working toward the weekend. Exactly. Early. I, I'm saying that the weekend has started already. Right. But this is our first one, so we're, we're this, still this we're is still, the first. Still, I, we're still coherent. I think an, I think another <clears throat> great book of Nick Redfern's that I think that a lot of people would really enjoy is Close Encounters of the Deadliest Kind, mm. where he talks about um, a lot of close encounters um, with whether it's the military jet fighters chasing UFOs or whatever, right, or right, abductees right. who come back and you know worse for wear. The uh, the book that I read previously. Previous to the to the weapons of the gods, which we're going to talk to him about, that's his. That's actually his newest book. That that came out, I think, only about a week ago. Yeah. So so we have we we, we really got in early on. Yeah. On this and and this is a book that people should really go out and get. Um, I mean, all his books are, are you know part should be part of your bookshelf because he, right. you know, he's covered so many topics. But um, the the previous book that I read, no, I don't think it's his previous book, but. It's it's pretty close. Uh, is Bloodline of the Gods great book? Um, which talks about something that I'm I'm using in my new novel, okay, Blues Club, um, and I touched on it in the in the previous novel, Blue, uh, Blood Club. Uh, obviously, Blood Club exactly it wasn't about vampires for the people who, for the few people out there who have not read it yet. exactly. Um, it, it it really talks about um, bloodlines that have been established on the planet, alien bloodlines, right? That that are in competition on the planet. Yeah, and um, and that's the that's what the new book morphs into um, in a, in a different setting, but same general topic. Mm-hmm. And and Nick's book really cemented a lot of my thinking. Um, my thinking about that came from the from the Anunnaki. 
right. um, Zichin work, you know, where he talked about the Anunnaki impacting the human bloodline, yes, uh, the human genetics. Um, so that's you know, when I saw that on the shelf, I was like, ooh, I'm going to pick that up. Um, and and since it was Nick Redfern, that you know, it was a double, take it right to the register. Um, so yeah, it's a great book, and it, and it really answers a lot of questions and and uh, poses a lot of questions about our our genetics and our bloodlines and yeah, and um, you know how all that stuff. You know, it, it the biggest question is where did where did the the negative bloodlines, the negative, which I know you are Eric, negative Rh factor. Yeah, negative Rh, which is the rhesus factor, um, the monkey factor, as they say. Um, I'm hearing a, a whooshing sound. Oh, that's it? just a car driving by. Oh, okay. Nothing supernatural. We have all the windows flown open. <clears throat> of course, it's like fan. 80 degrees. Yeah. For finally. Um, but but it, it really poses the question of why is why do we have an alternative bloodline in in the human you know in in the human DNA? Sure. And where did that come from? Which is a pretty good question. I I don't know my blood type, and I'm, I have to get that done. Um, you know, so I, I, I know my father, had, I think I probably mentioned this before, my father had a really unusual blood type. I'm guessing it was negative. AB um, negative or something. Well, because they, the Red Cross was always hounding him. to. He yeah. gave blood one time, and, and they were always calling up and saying, hey, we need a pint of your blood. I, and I was too young to pay too much attention to sure. it. Sure. Other than the fact that I knew it was some unusual blood type. I'm assuming it, it was negative blood. So there's a good chance that I have negative well, you know, know, you know, my wife. I'll find out. I'll my, let you know. Keep my, you, I'll keep you posted on that. My wife, who is in her own home office, she's a mm -hmm. healthcare professional, right? I'm Does sure. She do that, blood typing? I think she could right now. Get out! I think she could. Really? Yeah. Huh, I know. It's, I know. It's a relatively simple test, right? Uh, but I didn't know she had that capability. She's right. she's got more talent than even you've boasted about. I know. Wow. There's nothing she can't do. Well, maybe after the show we can do a blood typing. Absolutely. And we, can, we can get back to you on that. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's uh, she's the MacGyver of healthcare professional radioactive medicine. She just doesn't have an old restored pickup truck. Not yet. Although she may have one. No, she doesn't. Um, Not yet. That I know of. So, so we're excited about... Uh, we're going to reschedule Nick. He actually messaged me this morning and said yeah. he was going to reschedule. So. Um, you know, hope, we hope all is well with him. And the, they've had some rough, really rough weather. Actually. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of jokingly asked him if it was a um, harp, a harp thing. That, For people who know, don't know what harp is, Walt, what's, right. what's harp? Uh, do you know the, what the letters stand for? Why don't you tell the audience? I, I, I don't I don't know it off the top. Of, I know it's H-A-A-R-P. And I know that the th the. Th Final three letters are not association of retired people. You had me going there for a second. No, I, I, I looked it up and I but I didn't really memorize what they stand for. It's some it's kind a of a secret it's some kind weather. of an audio frequency kind of thing. It's up in Alaska. It's a it's a government complex. A up secret in weapon used for weather modification. Well, that's what they that's what the conjecture is. Of course the government line is is that it's studying the ionosphere and High frequency active auroral research program. Okay, so high frequency is one. They're counting that as one word because it's not. It's not H F. Right. It's H A A R P. Say it again. High frequency. High frequency active 
Auroral Research Program. Okay, there it is. There's, your, there's your harp uh, definition. And I, I guess. And, I, and I said that with no stuttering, no problems whatsoever. No, you did. You pulled that off nicely. With with already one, and we want to try and get these people on as a sponsor. Henry's Hard Soda, made with real cane sugar, contains alcohol. Hopefully, four point two percent. I actually checked it. So this this agency or complex or whatever whatever the heck whatever it is supposedly is impacting our weather um one thing i i saw i guess is that what it's doing is it's impacting the gulf stream yeah so it's so it's changing in the gulf streams um usual usual path path that it takes right and impacting the weather as a result because it's you know throwing things off so you know is it my imagination or are there like a, a really preponderance of tornadoes this year oh yeah or, or is it is that my imagination is well that, i, I re- is that unusual or i mean we could ask nick about that because i mean he lives there so he's you know he's got some I, i'm assuming he's lived there for a while see this is this is totally history th- there this is totally throwing mm-hmm. me off here because i did not do any show notes on this i, I just this is just a sidebar really I remember people making making. I don't know that much about Harp either, so we can't really talk definitively. I remember people blaming the Bush administration and Dick Cheney and Halliburton for um, Hurricane Katrina. Why not? And, and Why targeting not? Um, uh, New Orleans on purpose. Well, you know, there, you know, there was a big part of um, the nine eleven thing. Yes, which we which we talked about a couple shows back with the lady. We got who, a show note on that. The lady who had the theory about how the towers came down that it wasn't wasn't the planes and it wasn't no explosions. It's a combination of things. All right. Uh, actually, I want to ask Nick if he knows anything about that. We we could probably do about a ten hour show with him, which I know is ridiculous, but um, he's got so much knowledge that we could tap into. Uh, but there was a th- there was a sidebar on that, which I had sort right. of pushed aside or no no pun intended um that there was a huge hurricane heading toward new york right on that day right and it, and it never got there it was it was it was destined to hit there and it never got there so there was thinking that it somebody or some somehow someone something um somebody. adjusted the course of it somehow i think it ended up going out to sea or we're hitting it cl- hits closer Staten down the coast. Or well, something. it hit Staten Island pretty hard, but it didn't impact the the events of nine eleven. Is the is the point? Right. Okay. Um, you're looking. You're looking skeptical, Eric. I'm wondering. You if, don't see the connection. I wonder if you have our dates mixed up. I don't know. No. 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 Because this this was part of the story. Okay. On on this on this lady's um, postulation that this was not. Um, what they're saying it was, or, or even what the truthers are saying it is, right. that it's something different than that. Something even more diabolical than what yeah, we think right. it is. I'm not quite sure how the hurricane connects to that, but I know it was it was definitely the same day. I know it's the same story. Okay. So, anyway, and so stands to reason that you know, maybe that We're talking harp about the, could come into that somehow. Sure. You know, again, it was the Bush, Cheney. I mean, I, I could easily blame them for anything. Oh, you know, sure. You stub Nefari- your, nefarious as those two two boys are. You stub your, in my mind. Anyway. You stub your toe in the middle of the night, and, you, and instead of yelling <laughs> Jesus, you yell Bush, you asshole. You can edit that out if you. I'll mean. edit it in. <laughs> you can make it louder. Um, so anyway, 
that's that's another whole topic, but which we can do someday. But um, that's that's really feels like a conspiracy theory type of thing. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what they're doing? There could be tons of stuff that we don't know about. Now, here's a question that I have for a lot of our listeners: Are programs like Harp and um, all these weather-altering um, technologies that they're using, like Comtrails, apparently they're putting aluminum oxide dust in the air to help combat global warming. Is it to combat global warming or to exasperate it? Who knows? Is this part of the end program, the yeah, end game? To, for the world, to, new world order? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It's a good question. It is. It's, it's a legitimate question. If, if The thing that gets me, and it's the bigger issue on everything right. that we always talk about, is... Why? Why do these people get to do this stuff? And and how who's are they funding get, it? How are they able to get away with it? And yeah, and who's funding it? You know, and, and if if the government or the taxpayers are funding it, why the hell don't we know about it? So that's like everything else. You know, Area Fifty One. Well, yeah, I mean, it always comes down to that, you know. And they always say, you know, if you want to figure out where something originates from, follow the money. You know, I, I don't know how you do that even. I, I, I don't know much about government budgets and stuff like that. So um, it's amazing to me that these these really expensive programs get pulled off. And, and you know, where's that, where's that money coming from? It's got to be expensive. Millions and millions of dollars that are being funneled out of something into that. That could be going for something crazy like better schools. You know? Yeah, that's why, radical. I mean, why that's, would we want to do that? That's radical. Or, or, or improving our infrastructure so that we have actually like state-of-the-art highways and bridges and, you know. And it's funny why, how... Why, why would we want that? It's, it's funny how people just get into lockstep with, well, the thing is, is that the government is doing it for a reason. Well, so no, it nobody must questions be, it. They, they just... Not say, enough oh, people question oh, okay. it. Yeah, I, I can say nobody as a, as a generality, but... Yeah, not enough people say, what's going on here? You know, nobody takes anybody to, ta- I mean, a lot of people don't take anybody to task on, on what goes on in right. Washington. And that's, I mean, I think that's changing now with, obviously, with the candidates that are running. They're, they're you know, two out of three candidates are, are not um, Washington Insiders. Yeah. I mean, Bernie kind of is to a degree. but Bernie is like an insider. But he's always been an insider-outsider. You right. know, he's always been an independent and a voice of, of alternative kind of Alternative things, thinking. You know. um, Hillary, on the other hand, is, is right. Oh, right, she's right, the right, ultimate she's right insider. In step. Yeah, she's right in step. Um, so anyway, uh, so getting back to, to technology, this is a good segue into one of our topics today, topic... Maybe du jour. Well, let's, since, let's, since we don't let's, have, um, let's introduce the topic, and then we're gonna. Because the thing is, we've reached the half hour mark. And have we already? Oh wow. yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, we've been uh, we've been uh, throwing out some. Time flies when you're making podcasts. Yeah, we've been we've been throwing out some BS here. Um, I was so, I was actually thinking that what we could do is is that we could uh, tank up again, and uh, let's. Oh, I'm, uh, what I want to do is is you did we, drain that bottle pretty quickly, Eric. I'm I, I'm a fisk. That's what we do. I was going to introduce the topics for the rest of the show. Okay. Okay. Um, modern chimeras, crypto terrestrials, and um, we we actually recorded some audio yesterday about which, which proved to be um, a dud, may, maybe BS. And I was going yeah. to actually talk about that entire inside baseball. It proved to be a um, podcast version of um, a premature ejaculation. 
now thank you we have just really really earned our explicit tag for, all right i was for, hoping for, for that was, good job good uh, job you can cut that out if you want to no i'm not going to cut it out what are you talking about that's the reason you see that's the reason why we are one of the fastest growing podcasts in the realm of the paranormal because right because because we know we're no holds barred we're no yeah yeah we say it like it is right you know, which is good. I mean, that's 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 why people know, love us. That's why we are. That's why we what are. We are. We are. We are. Right. So we, we're we're true. We're being true to ourselves. We've spent too much of our lives trying to please people who are unpleasable. So we're going to please ourselves. Exactly. With our podcast. Little Ricky Nelson action going on there. We're going to have to. Ricky gonna, Nelson. You can't please everybody, so you got to please yourself. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a Ricky Nelson song. That's exactly. a, that's a garden party. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's going to be a great bumper for uh, good bumper music for good, this good, for this broadcast for this for the segment here. So what we're going to do with, is with pumped up volume, no doubt. Pump up the volume. Right. So what we're going to do is is that we're going to we're going to tank back up, and then we're going to hit those those topics and the more chim- the chimera on the chimera, the modern chimera. Chimera is coming to a. To a transgender bathroom to a, to a near lab, you. <laughs> to a lab near you. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to have chimera bathrooms. <laughs> part human, part animal bathrooms. Stay tuned, folks. I don't think I want to go in there. I think. I think maybe you do. Oh <laughs> no! Boom, chicka, wah wah, boom, boom, ba dinga <laughs> take, take a can of air freshener with it. <laughs> If you have something you want us to promote on the Metaphysical Connection podcast, let us know by getting in touch with me. My email address is info at thefedorachronicles.com. If you have something to promote that our listeners would be interested in, let me know and I'll read your ad during our actual podcast. It could be goods and services, a special event or convention, a book or documentary you've written or created, or even your own podcast on the topic of the unexplained phenomenons. That's also how you can get in touch with us and let us know how about your own experiences. Um, have a good ghost story, seeing something unusual or strange, or just post your opinion on any given topic. Once again, just drop us a line at info at thefedorachronicles.com. I'm always ready. That's, yeah. That's why we take the daily Cialis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not cutting that out. Oh, you got to cut that out. I'm my, not cutting my, that my out. My wife will not. Well, she doesn't listen to the podcast anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> she won't care. But my, what you don't know won't hurt her. But my wife and my in-laws do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say talk about it. you taking it. So. Anyway, <laughs> well, let's you, let's try to elevate the the. Uh, level of discourse from this point on <laughs> after our second cocktail i think that that's kind of like <laughs> no your second cocktail. i have to drive so i'm, I think... I'm drinking responsibly <laughs> i think that the, i think that's funny how it's like at the end of the commercials they say please please enjoy our product responsibly and it's like what they really want to say is no like drink as much as yeah. you can man get, get shit-faced and <laughs> And hit a state trooper on your way home. <laughs> Get really fucked up so we can, like, our right. shareholders will like, <laughs> make our shareholders right. happy by getting fucked up. Like, any, any advertising is good advertising. Exactly. Um, anyway, hey, where's the stuff made? Maybe we can get them. Like we can say we drink it while we're doing the podcast. Huh? I don't see. I don't see anything on the bottle. It's probably on the carton. It's probably made. It's a malt beverage. 
Oh, it is. With natural flavors. Hmm. I wonder if they just make ginger ale and dump something in it, like some kind of grain alcohol or something. We'll have to look them up. Yeah. And say, we love your product. We're drinking it right now. And there was a, there was a thing on Facebook, and I was going to um, send it to you, but I neglected to do that. It was, a, it was like from the 50s, like from popular science where you could, um, where kids could make their own still. <laughs> so I was going to send it to you and, and think maybe that would be like a science project for the boys over the summer. <laughs> could dress them up like hillbillies and a little still going in the back there, you know. No, just the revenueers come after you. <laughs> no, no, just just have just have them dress like regular like right. normal boys from Vermont, you know. <laughs> yeah, just you, just if like you, if you got a warrant, then I guess you're coming in. <laughs> I could just imagine my boys saying, just like Daddy and Uncle Adam. Yeah. <laughs> they they drink it and sit under this apple tree in the shade. All right, no was, silliness. Let's get it, to the serious a, stuff now. Look, so a little inside baseball. So we we actually recorded audio yesterday because a news yeah. item. And we, we, got, we got really excited over this news item, mm -hmm. whereas it was a headline on MSN saying that Barack Obama was getting ready to drop the drop the extraterrestrial drop the big one yeah. drop the big one saying that oh yeah not only not only do we have aliens here in the united states and all over the world but we've been working with them sort of like disclo disclosure what right, we've been talking and about and they're in the white house right mm. right so that explains a lot about how you know michelle obama is able to you know to to stay in shape because she has all that anunnaki blood in her yeah yeah that that makes sense it does, does. it does make sense She's so, probably got an Anunnaki trainer, probably a personal trainer. Probably. So the thing is, is that we were we were talking about how it was. It, it, it seemed like it was real, and it was your buddy. I'm trying to. Yeah, find Richard the, Starrett. His his my um, one of my heroes. Yeah. Um, and I think I think I don't think it was his fault. I think this is this is stuff he's been saying right right along for years and years now. But I think this newspaper sensationalized. Um, right. It was it the, it was a British. Um, the, tabloid. the mirror uk yeah which they they put out the you know the kind of salient stories about yeah the, the royal family and stuff and and who, so who, who may indeed be um um reptilian we'll, part of the reptilian bloodline I, I or know or, that, or anunnaki or whatever yeah whatever and uh, uh so they they glommed onto this and they they made it appear that the announcement was going to be imminent it, it was a misleading headline yeah it was yeah. a misleading headline um which was great because they got us to so talk we got, about it yeah we got really excited about it and did like a whole half hour about it and right. realized that it really wasn't what it was so anyway it seemed to be right right when so we're, we're not going to really broadcast that but right so but we'll the, at least admit to it anyway well and here's the thing because like as soon as you left and i started to edit it i was talking to doug palumbo and and uh and uh, uh jenny henry and we were talking about the, the whole issue and the thing is, is that we were like looking it up on the internet, looking to see if any other news items were related to the story. Yeah, I did the same thing actually. And the thing is, is that well, lo and behold, while I was editing the show to put it on the server last night, um, the press secretary under the uh, the president of the United States was asked uh, several questions about this, asking about the validity of this. And the thing is, is that he could neither confirm nor deny. 
that Obama's planning on doing anything. And he kind of tried to brush it off. Yeah. But at least other news organizations were taking it right. seriously. Right, they, they didn't totally just push it aside and blow, and blow it off. I was actually hoping to go home and turn CNN on and see Obama at the podium with an alien. Exactly. Uh, but, eh, not so much. No, not it so didn't much. didn't work out. Just another Trump story. Another Trump story? No, or? I mean, it was just, you know, every day there's another Trump story. You know, oh, it's, okay. It's not, that's not really even news anymore. He just figures out another person to insult okay in some way okay um but you know whatever so anyway but here's some far more important story because this one's real well and but but as a caveat to that i do think that that's coming i do think that and i do think that perhaps obama is going to be the disclosure president but um i could be wrong i i just think that i just have a sense about it i think just think he's going to want to do something big before he before he leaves the the big house. I personally think that if he's going to do it, he's probably going to save it for his last month in office. So he has something to look forward to. Well, it did say sometime before he leaves office. Right. So that gives him some some wiggle room. I think about, that, about six months. Because so. if if I was if to I get was, his get his speech written. If I was the president of the United States, that's exactly what I would do. I would wait till the last minute to do it. So just so I'd have something. Well, fun that would to be look the, that to. might be the thing that people remember about yeah. his presidency. You know? I mean. I mean a lot of people certainly would take note of that, that's for sure. But I will also say that... Aside from the fact that he was the first president to go to... Was it Hiroshima? Hiroshima. Yeah. Yeah. First sitting president to go to Hiroshima. Right. And uh, so I think one of the things I did want to say, that I said yesterday, and I don't want to reuse that audio, I will just quickly say, like right now, is that if there is going to be disclosure on the part of the president, the thing is, is that how much is he going to disclose? And he's, well, yeah. Is, What's that going to? Is it? It's probably not going to be full disclosure. Like they're not going to lay out every piece of information that they have about that they've ever accumulated about UFOs. Right. I, I don't think that's going to happen. It's a, it's like I mean, the, eventually, but like not one, right out of the gate. Once every six months after the initial disclosure, yeah. they'll be dropping other other uh, other bombs. Like, you know, here's everything that really happened at Roswell, and here's everything that happened mm. at, at the Aztec mm-hmm. site, and here's everything that happened. Yada 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 yada. A gradual squeezing out of yeah, right. And then I think mm-hmm. that then we're, I think that one of the things that Obama might say is that the reason why we haven't gone back to the moon is the is the alien artifacts, the alien remnants of structures that are still there today, that. Uh, you know that are still there. The face on Mars, yep, that's real. Pyramids on Mars, yep, did you, that's did real. Did you see the column on? Uh, yeah, on on the moon. Yes, I did. Um, it it was um, not in person, but no, I I, I realize. Uh, but it's on the dark side of the moon, right? Yeah, it was taken by a Russian, Russian, Russian si- probe or something. Russian, yeah. And it's it's. I mean, if if it's a accurate photograph, if it hasn't been photoshopped or something. I mean, it, it's from quite a distance, the, the picture. Right. But the column, obviously, is clearly standing up from the surface. Yeah. You know, and it must be big sure. to stand up like that. So, well, I, I don't know if it's real or not, but it's pretty, one of the things pretty that, compelling, whatever it is. One of the things I think would be really exciting if if you were an archaeologist mm-hmm. going and, and being the... Maybe like, it's the monolith that... From 2001? That, yeah, it was conjectured upon. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be exciting. Yeah. That would be yeah. That, and I if think, it is, if it is not a natural uh, configuration of the of the surface, what what the hell is it? And yeah, what's that, it doing yeah. there? You know, and how did it get there? And 
lot of, lot of, lot of questions there for that thing. I would, I would volunteer to go. Yeah. I, I don't know that they'd send you. I'd love to be uh, the first webmaster on, on the moon and taking photographs. Do a podcast and, from the moon. What are you, oh. crazy? Of course. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'd be with you if, they, if they'd let me go. Um, okay, so do we want to talk about our story of the day, I guess it the, would the, be? The story, the, I think this is more like the story of the week. Yeah, it could be. How do you want to introduce it? Do you want well, to- I, want to, I want to say that it came to us from our, again, from our foreign correspondent from, um, from an alternative universe. Right. My friend Jim Loretta. We love Jim. Jim's great. And, and I actually talked to him on the phone the other day. And he, he made a semi-commitment to doing a podcast. Okay. Uh, I couldn't get him to, to totally put the hammer down because he's, he's got some stuff going on with selling his house and things like that. But uh, So I did get him to say, oh, yeah, I've been thinking about that, and i got to get up there and do that with you guys. And I'm thinking we might be able to entice him up here with the Exeter UFO convention. I think that that would be awesome. He's been wanting to go to that for a long time. So I we could that- do a podcast during that time frame Absolutely. with him about either that or some other topic that he's... No, I think that, he's, that would be incredible. He's a, he's a wealth of knowledge in, that would be. in the metaphysical realm. So, and he um, sends us the strangest He sends news. us the greatest stories. The greatest I don't stories. know where he gets them from. But the, but the subject line is Tales of Atlantis, Minotaurs, uh, Not So Far-Fetched After All. There you go. And this is a story about chimeras. Um, real chimeras. There's the, the chimera is a Greek part of Greek myth. It's Greek mythology, right? That was sure. Uh, that talked about the chimeras. That's part human and part. I, I think part the chimeras animal. are part like a mixture of animals. Half man, half like a animal. like a half man, half lion, or quarter man, quarter lion, quarter eagle, or because I've seen lions with wings and. Right stuff like that. You know, I so think I think the chi- it's, it's a hybrid of some kind. I think the chimera is the catch-all phrase for all the half man, half beasts, right? In mythology, and we use that today to describe. And this is what Wikipedia right. says. Right. Do you want me to read this? Go ahead. Why not? A genetic chimera is a single organism composed of cells from different zygotes. You know what a zygote is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. This can result in a male or and female organs, two blood types, and a subtle variation in form. Animal chimeras. Yeah. Animal chimeras are produced by the merger of multiple fertilized eggs. A plant chimera, however, the distinct distinctive types of tissue may originate from the same zygote and the difference is often due to a mutation um, during the ordinary cell division. Normally, genetic chimeras is not visible on casual ex- inspection. However, it has been detected in the course of proving parentage. So, like, you could almost say, like, what is it? Like, a mule is half a uh, half donkey, half horse, or something like something that? Something like that, know. yeah. Actually, that's more of a... Um, well, the ones they're talking about in this story is, is not done through crossing um, species. Through through you know through sexual reproduction, this is done in the lab. Right. And and what the what the intention behind it is is that they're taking um, human stem cells. Yes. And putting them into an animal, um, fertile a fertilized egg, I think. Sure. Um, but what they're doing is is they're they're trying to really specialize it. Exactly. Because so stem cells will will create. Um, whatever 
organ is there's a void of. Sure. So um, one of the things they're doing is just trying to grow a, a human pancreas to deal to deal with people with diabetes. Sure. Because their pan- pancreas is no longer sure. functioning properly. So what they want to do is create a, a human pancreas, um, grow it inside of an animal. In this case, it's a pig. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to use pigs. Pigs seem to be more compatible. I don't know whether it's I don't know their, why. their DNA structure or something. Um, They're easier to handle than, say, like a chimp or an orangutan, I guess. No, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's that. I think it's the it, it's the the structure of their their cell structure or something. Okay. I think. Okay. I, I'm not totally sure about that, but at any rate, so what they're doing is they're <clears throat> and this is this you know you have to think about this on a microcosmic level. They, they have these really powerful microscopes. I'm, I'm imagining. Sure, of course. <clears throat> and they take a they take a cell from a pig, mm-hmm. and they they take the pancreas out. Okay. They, they eliminate it somehow, and then they inject human stem cells. <clears throat> excuse me, I have to clear my throat again. Into that cell, and the the stem cells sense the void of the pancreas. And and grow a human pancreas. Sure. Um, in the pig. Sure. You know, it's probably not that much fun for the pig, but well, it's um, a, it's a pig zygote. I mean, what's yeah. Um, so, you know, essentially, at the end of the day, you end up with a human pancreas that has the 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 human um, who the stem cells came from. It has their exact. It's an exact match for them. So let's. So so you're not growing just a generic. Pancreas, so hold, hold, if you could be rejected. Hold on a second. Okay, you, go back. You take a pig, you take a pig zygote, mm-hmm. right? And then you take my. St- let's say I need a new pancreas. Okay. Right, which, if you keep drinking like you are, you probably will. Yeah, <clears throat> it's the weekend. Oh, that's a liver. I'm sorry. Okay. They can do that too. Liver. Let's take. Well, hey, let's take my liver. Okay. All right. Take take, let's take my liver, please. <laughs> that's what David Crosby said. Exactly. <laughs> that's another that's a sidebar you th- hey you think so yeah hey you think i have a da- drinking problem no I, I you don't have a drinking problem no not at all because I'm, I'm able to put it away just fine <laughs> <laughs> right right so the thing is is that let's say let's say you had to replace an organ okay right. or a piano <laughs> <laughs> a hammond <laughs> so you had all right, to, now we're getting silly here. all right so the thing is is it this so, is a serious story. So you you take my stem cells, and you put them inject them into a pig zygote after removing the zygote's pan- liver or pancreas, whatever genetic or the genetic proclivity or the genetic. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't know enough about biology or science to to really put a definition on sure. it. Sure, but it's it's whatever part of that unformed um, pig embryo. For for that has a denotation for the sure. pancreas or whatever the organ is that they sure. want to grow, and they remove that. So that would be so the so stem cells then sense that right, and, and they grow and it, they begin to grow a new pancreas. But since those are my stem cells, it would mm-hmm. be my pancreas. Well, it would fit. Yeah, it would be a good. It would me. be a perfect match for you because it's your stem cells. Right. If they used any old stem cells, then it wouldn't. You know, there's a chance of rejection, and you have to be on rejection. Like if, they, like if they made a pancreas, if they made a pancreas using your stem cells, it couldn't be transplanted into me because it's your. It's essentially your pancreas. Right, right. That makes perfect sense. It does, um, and it sounds it sounds like a great um, a great um, step forward in in the areas of trying to uh, 
you know, you think about all the diabetic people. That, I mean, there's a lot of diabetic people, and more and more all the time. If, if they could grow you a new pancreas or whatever, the, I mean, if, why not a new heart? You know? Exactly. Um, who knows how far it can go? You know, but it's 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 pretty exciting when you think about it. But oh. it does have a downside. But, as, but as, we're as, getting as to we the know. downside. Um, well, one of the, you know how you, when you see these medications on TV, you see all these side effects. Sure. You know? So so one of the side effects of this is um, you have have a real aversion to bacon <laughs> <laughs> and football, <laughs> which wouldn't be bad for you. But um, I, I wouldn't notice and, the difference. And, and your table manners really really go to, go to hell. You know, yeah. Well, that's another thing that the, the random uh, winking is is a problem as well in mixed company anyway. Your family tends to get used to that, and they, they exactly. It, you know. Um, so you know. So so those are some of the some of the downsides. But here's another thing. Whereas it's like let, let's just imagine that, um, like my brother-in-law is a big, huge sports fan, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is or anybody, anybody in particular, really huge sports fan, and they want to have, they want their son to be like the most awesome athlete ever created. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that they do the artificial insemination, but before right. before they put the the embryo or the zygote in in implanted in the woman's um, ovary, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the thing, but the thing is, is that or uterus, I guess they they take the, they <clears throat> take the kids, the the boys or the zygote male, and they remove his heart and they put in the stem cells or they they put in I don't, I don't know like the stem cells for like. I, I don't know, like a like a horse heart or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or it's like if you want your kid to have um, cat eyes instead of like normal human eyes, cat eyes. Or, or, so they can see in the dark. Or see in the dark or whatever. I mean, the thing well, is, is I, that... I mean, it opens up a whole lot of strange possibilities because it for, all, for things. You know, you start it, messing with stuff like that. It always starts with good intentions and then somebody else has this idea of well, here's a, here's a great idea. Why don't we try doing this and do this instead? And of course, the thing is is that with the whole... I, I don't mean to diminish the whole pro-choice mo- movement, but the thing is is that it's like if you can choose to do this, that, or the other thing, then you should be able to determine whether... Hey, listen, I want to have a kid who has the eyes of a cat or the heart of a horse well, it, gets into, like it starts to get into eugenics too like exactly like who who um you know and they've been doing this with you know with, with animals dogs and cats i guess sure so, uh breeding for certain characteristics selective breeding right, right. Selective and, breeding. and how far away is could that if this start stuff starts catching on right now uh, a side note of this is right now um it's it's not really illegal, but it but it's on a list of, of things that are kind of being watched, regulated um, by the right, FDA, and the and the funding is has been cut off for it um, from the government because of that, because of the concerns of people, yeah, because going. of the, those kinds of things, yeah. But but that's not stopping some scientists who are privately funded from doing it. It's not it's not illegal per se. Like if I had a billion dollars and I wanted to fund mm-hmm. this research, what's to stop me? Nothing. No. Nothing right now. There's no. There's no law against it, per se. But if you don't have any funding, if you're getting government funding to do it, and they cut it off, you know, there goes your uh, lab and stuff. I was at, all your assistants. And I was. I was reading <clears throat> one of the stories about this, and I linked to it in the, in the show notes mm-hmm. for 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 show seventeen. And the thing is, this is really getting into the area of H. G. Wells's 
um, the island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, yeah. And and the stories you hear about Atlantis, too. Yeah, I mean... Um, what, what, well, so one of the things that um, is, is pulling people up short on this, the government in particular, I guess, is, is that it's not totally controllable. No. So that when they inject the stem cells, they don't necessarily just go to to where the pancreas is sure is missing they go or, elsewhere or whatever. they go well, they, they could go to the brain exactly so you could end up with a pig with a, with a half human brain sure you know so i don't, I don't know what that looks like you know I mean, just just kind of uh, you know. just go to like um you know any politician <laughs> well that's the thing you know i i think it's curious that the, that you know the the pig and the human are are so compatible you know maybe they're just not that have you read Animal Farm? Have you read <laughs> I have, it? Have I you have. you have read I Animal have, Farm? Because yeah, because you look at long some, time ago. But, yeah. You look at something like this, and the thing is, is that what's to stop somebody who has a military contract saying, "Let's take, let's let's create a, gy- a, a chimera with um, half gorilla, half man, half monkey, half man, mm-hmm. half." dog half man what about making these human hybrids for soldiers Actually, i saw one of those in the grocery store the other day yeah we were talking about that yeah, they were stocking up on bananas the reason why you love going to that grocery store is because you like the freak show <laughs> not because they have great it deals is, it's, on a, it's entertainment it's entertaining but, but what anyway would, i was what kidding would, about that but what would what would stop somebody from creating a hybrid for essentially a slave race, nothing. And, what would, and, and if you if you believe in in the ancient alien theory, which which I happen to subscribe to, as you know, yeah. Um, and as I think listeners of previous shows will know, that that's that was Zitchin's whole interpretation of the Sumerian tablets is that you know there was the humans were bred as as a slave race by the Anunnaki who, who did very similar type of uh, type of medical procedures yeah. to interject their DNA um, into the into the genetic structure of the primitive humans on the planet at the time and and created a hybrid race which we have now um, that's evolved into I guess you could say yeah sort, sort of yeah um, you can make a case for that. But they they made a lot of mistakes. Apparently, they, it wasn't just like a one shot deal. They they were they were working that for a long time till they till they got it right. And actually, the first um, Homo sapiens were were incapable of breeding. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had a, you know they had a, they had a very limited population yeah. of. of slaves what they needed these people to do labor for so they had to go back and and mess with it again to to get to the to the place where they could breed and then then they were called homo sapiens sapiens right that could you know that could reproduce um and that's when things went bad that's when <laughs> <laughs> things went that's really when, bad that's, for that, the that's when it, that's when it went really bad um what's to say the same thing would not happen on the other and I know that we're getting into some real Jurassic Park um, um, yeah, Michael not? Crichton what the hell we're not Cause the, cool stuff because the thing is is like we, we start making these chimeras or whatever these human hybrids mm-hmm. human hybrids and what's mm-hmm. to say that I'm not saying that they're going to take over overnight but I'm going to say that I mean eventually because you know if you if you breed a creature too smart they're going to like start looking around and they're going to have you know 
you know, epiphanies and realize, hey, wait a minute, you know, I'm a person too. I deserve rights as well. It's sort of like the, not not with, uh, it wasn't chimeras, but the, the um, thinking behind um, Blade Runner, where, where the, you know, the artificial, officially created humans took on a, you know, they got attitude. Yeah, and they took on took on their masters, took on their gods, so to speak. Yeah, you know, which which I think in some ways is is what happened with the Anunnaki, because the Anunnaki were considered our gods. Because I mean, think about it; they created us. Really, what's to stop or they them? Al- they say created us, but they altered us to the point where we were thinking human beings, not sure. running around the jungle. You know, and the thing is, if those le- legends are true, if it's true, yeah, if I, those I, legends I, are true, and and the Anunnaki created a, you know, a pet project that that ran away from itself. Paging Doctor Frankenstein, right. paging Doctor right. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. What's to say Dr. that Doctor Howard? <laughs> <laughs> who's to say that the same thing wouldn't happen again? Who's to say that, you know, we wouldn't make the same mistake and we would be overruled by by our our creation? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a pretty common theme in science fiction. Yeah, it's it's the theme of. Um, uh, really, two thousand and one, and you know that that um, you know that the machines take our and, and Terminator, you know, right. the machines get to the point where they have consciousness, yeah, and they flip over and start to kind of take over things. Exactly. Everything. It's not a unique idea, and it's it's with this kind of thing, it certainly seems somewhat plausible. Everything gets back to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, whereas it does. That's, like, that's why that's such a classic work. Yeah, breakthrough piece of literature. It's it's simply it, it's 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 terrifying and it's thrilling at the same time. And it it brings up a larger spiritual question, really, of of um, what what does it mean to have a soul? Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and where what's what's that whole thing? What's that whole thing going on? Human, you know, humans are apparently born with this spark that is the soul you know right. that, that that generates your you know your your existence we get into uh, a lot of ethical if not, then you're just a you're just a mobile skin bag exactly know, that doesn't really uh, and and then you have to think about um you know where where does that leave um these these creations you know i think i think she had that in mind when she wrote frankenstein sure you know this this monster in, I think in quotes, really, because it was a, it was a, it really was, it was a creature. It, it was a, in some way, it was like a surgical, surgical chimera. Right. Really, it was a bunch of. I mean, it wasn't different animals, but right. it was different body parts from different recently deceased people, and and put together and uh, brought back into a, you know, into a to a somewhat unhappy package. I would say the whole issue with. The creature, because I, I think that it's Doctor Frankenstein who is the true monster, because mm-hmm. he was wondering, and this is kind of getting back to the Jeff Goldblum quote. You know, you were trying so hard to get this thing done, you never took a moment to stop and think. Well, should you? Should you do this? Right, right. And and yeah, is, um, what, what's the uh, you know what's what's the morality behind it? Right. You know? is, and that's I think with these chimeras, well, I think that's kind of what they're getting. The whole to thing with Doctor Frankenstein that is that stops most people. But yeah. the, the whole thing with Doctor Frankenstein is that after he created his first the the creature, right, is that he just sort of like tried to get rid of it and trying to forget about it, and then moved on to to the next. Whereas, okay, now I'm going to try and create the perfect 
mm-hmm. the, the perfect mm-hmm. creature instead right. of just a creature thrown together with meat and, and 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 other other meat byproducts and stuff like that. And the thing is, the creature who was left, you know, who was put aside was like, hey, you know, I'm a human being too, you know. Well, was, you same, can't do same, that to same me. idea with a fly, you know. With yeah, the, Jeff Goldblum made me think of that. Um, you know, he was doing time travel or. or um, Teleportation. Teleportation, yeah, uh, which I guess could become time travel. But, um, and, and he was going from one pod to another, and a fly got in there. For, I guess most people have seen that movie. There was actually two versions of it. There was a Vincent Price version, sure, which, which was kind of cool, too. Right. A um, little on the hokier side. But, um, sure. But there was a, you know, ended up with a, with a kind of a chimera of a, of a fly and a human. And a, and know, a human was, and a fly. There was one... Uh, one of the creatures had a had a fly body and a human head, and and the other one had um, a human had body a human and a body fly head. With, a, with a with a fly head. Yeah, ah. uh, the gold bloom version. He he kind of morphed into that more. Sure. Uh, so they did a little bit different approach to that. Yeah. I, I always remember the Vincent Price one. Yeah. Where the um, where the 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 fly body and the human head. Is, is outside and it's flying around and, and it's in a spider guy web. Sees it. Oh, it's in a spider web. Right? Help, goes, me, help, help me! Help me! Help me! He picks up a big boulder and crushes it. Yeah. You know, like, did he? And then the, the moral question is: Did 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 you just commit murder? <laughs> well, yeah. Or did, did you know what? Is what it is a half, that? Is it yeah, a what half is that murder? That you just killed. You know? Is it a half murder? Yeah. It's like the pig with a with a half human brain. What, what is that? Is that a politician? <laughs> <laughs> He's running. That sucker's running for office. <laughs> we've got a we've got a Senate seat for you. I'll tell you what. I did not have sexual relations with that chimera. That, with that pig. And and the thing is, is that one of the stories that I read is that there there were people like six, 65 percent of the people polled were asked, "Would you have sex with a chimera?" And sixty five percent said, "Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> depending on on what mixture it was." But exactly, yeah. you know, I, I don't know that somebody want to have sex with a half human and half uh, wombat or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, or or, or a badger. <laughs> Don't half li- human, half badger. It could be dangerous. <laughs> don't don't like it till you try it. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I think I pass on that. But uh, but but it also brings up a moral question of, of what about the pigs? You know, I mean, why why do they deserve that fate? You know, well, I, I I used to know a guy in New Jersey who was a pig farmer. Yeah, and and he liked pigs, and he said they were like really nice animals. I mean, sure. they have a bad rap because they you know wallow in the mud and that kind of stuff. Right. And they have a little, little sloppy on the, on the on their eating habits and stuff. Um, no, we're talking about dogs pig. reacting to the pig conversation. Uh, but he said they were they were nice animals. They were very intelligent and they they were kind. You know they 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 took good care of their of their offspring and pre- pretty nice animals. You and know. The, so so do they deserve this this chimera well, well, experimentation i i don't know it's, it's immoral we know. don't we Pe- don't people that are real into animals um and animal rights and things like that probably would object pretty heavily to that I would well think. nobody cares because they taste good <laughs> you know? well that's it's another whole thing but you know um yeah i mean obviously we 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 raise some animals for you know to be to be food but um this is another whole level yeah. i think of of messing with them you know? right i mean I don't know. I don't know. Maybe in the long run, some some things have to be sacrificed to to get to a to a more altruistic point. But um, 
I don't know. Well, you, you stop and think about um, Dr. Dennis Leary, who wrote that incredible um, um, book, and that uh, and uh, the uh, the uh, the routine that he did, uh, No Cure for Cancer, and uh, or the Great American Book, Why We Suck. Um, he actually talks about you know the whole notion of animal activism and animal rights and whatever. Um, you know, the thing is, is like, look, if you're an adorable little dolphin, you know, and you can do tricks and stuff like that, well, we're going to do everything that we can to protect you. But if you're a tuna, fuck you, you're a sandwich. Yeah, you, you're a you're a tuna salad. Yeah. If you, you know, it's, well, and and what makes the dolphins' rights any more important than the tuna's rights? I, I don't know. Well, I guess some animals have to be sacrificed for the for the greater it's a, it, good of the human race. Exactly. Is that what it comes and down? it's the same thing with people. We, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, it's like we tend to look at people based how they look and how they dress and, and the way that they dress communicates everything that we want. They want us to know about them to an extent mm-hmm. where and. Uh, and the thing is, like, if you see somebody who, you know, looks kind of shady and, and he's on, you know, he's being accused of a crime well, automatically because he is unattractive, automatically we think, oh, well, he's obviously guilty because he looks like an asshole. Mm-hmm. But if this handsome um, Adonis so that, is, so that would be a, a chimera, but it's half human and half asshole. Right, exactly. And the thing is, it's like if you see, you know, a good looking woman or a good looking man who is, you know, on trial for the same crime. And it's the same exact evidence. Well, obviously, he's he's innocent because, well, well shit, he's good-looking. Mm. You know, you, you look at that... Uh, the, the yeah, w- uh, yeah, people get the benefit of the doubt, I think, when, they, when they're, quote-unquote, what society deems... So you better have the evidence yeah. and the goods on right. somebody who I is... I mean, look at, look at all the movie stars who are, who are basically really, you know, bad, not, not good, not nice people. Right. Know, for, for a variety of reasons. But because they're nice looking or they, they, you know, they're talented, sometimes just talent is enough. Sure. They, they get a pass on things. Sure. Um, and why should they? You know, they're, yeah. they're just really, we're just normal people that think they're, they're more privileged. And it's the same with athletes, too. Athletes, you know, fall into that category a lot. Not because they're necessarily good looking, but they're, they're real talented at whatever their sport is. And they, so they get away with bullshit that other people wouldn't you know would get called but then of course from from early on but then of course it snaps in the other direction because so i mean the whole thing with deflate gate and and tom brady the reason why so many people like to believe that he's guilty is because well he's living your perfect life because you're the one who wants to be the 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 world's greatest quarterback that ever lived well and the bottom line is he should be a role model sure if, if a lot of kids and even adults look up to him you know he didn't do stuff like that, you know. I don't know what he did or didn't do, but he uh, he had some part in that, you know. You Probably, know, you know, he did. I, I I think he did. I don't know anything because I know well, nothing about well, football. Well, okay, but I think he had some culpability in the whole thing, you know, some connection in some way. Right. And and you know what? At the end of the day, who cares really? Nobody cares. But a bigger a bigger issue is that. You know, I mean, you're Tom Brady. You won how many Super Bowls? Blah blah blah. You have a you have a Super you know, Bowl. Really, life. you got You got to do that. You know, come on. I mean, if he did do, do whatever he did, I don't know. And all the Patriots fans are probably now throwing shit at their at their computers. But um, and it's not just Tom Brady. It's 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 that's a minor thing. I mean, right. Um, you know, you know, there's football players that that beat their girlfriends half to death. 
and they and only then, get and one. Then, and then you know <laughs> they say, okay, well you can we'll just you can just play on another team. You know, you get to overlook that, or you, you know? get a one game suspension. Yeah, right. Something something ridiculous like that. So you know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. And so, but speaking of sports, it brings up a kind of an interesting thing with the chimeras. What if they started like hybridizing players? I, with, I mentioned with, that earlier with yeah. animals. You know, but yeah. more specifically, you know, suppose they took a. Um, I don't know. So they gave somebody um, eagle eagle vision. You know, yeah. That was a that was a football receiver that could you know spot the ball. You know, quicker than somebody else. And, well, you look at and, an and, and all of these things just started um, generating into hybrid teams and and stuff like that. That's that sounds like a, that's kind of like science fiction, but. Could we could get there? It's not, if they can do this stuff, it's not that today's. Far away. What did Isaac Asimov say? Today's science fiction is tomorrow's science fact. Yeah, you look right. at an organization like the NFL, and they have. If you combine all the assets that the owners and the teams have, and um, and all the money that football brings in, and the in the billions yeah, it's of a, dollars, it's a huge business. What would yeah. what would stop an organization, whether it's the U.S. military, like I mentioned earlier? Or it's an organization like the NFL creating their chimeras to do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is well, that, yeah, the military uh, usage would be anything creating chimeric soldiers. Yeah, yeah, that would be weird. And what rights do they have? Do they have any rights at all? Are we getting back into? Well, they're, they're they're at least part human, so they they should have full complement of human rights i would but, i would think but you 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 look at you look at uh, animals like monkeys and chimpanzees and we share like what 99% of the same dna mm -hmm. what what rights do they have no nope. well you know it's funny getting back to um atlantis which uh, you, have you seen the old movie atlantis it was it's I've never it's not ever around what is it, the disney movie is it was it disney what is it is it a cartoon no, 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 not the cartoon version. Okay. It's, it's old. It's, uh, I saw it in the movies when I was a kid. It's probably like early 60s or somewhere in there. It's, it's, it's sort of hokey, but it's kind of cool, too. I thought it was way cool when I, was, when I was however old when I saw it. It's about a guy. I think he's Greek, and he gets like, his ship gets sunk or something, and he's on like a raft. And he gets picked up by a by a galleon or something that's from Atlantis, and they take him back to Atlantis, and he sees the, you know, all the stuff that's going on there, and they were they were breeding, um, they were breeding half humans and half bull, half half of a bull, half human, half bull, half human, half pig. I sure. Think. Did you see that? Ever seen it? It? it sounds so much like the island of Doctor Moreau. Though. No, no, it's not that though. It's, this is an actual. Um, I think it's called Atlantis, the Forbidden Continent, or something like that. But it was—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a pretty cool movie. I mean, it, it's you know, for its time, it was. I those those half creature, half humans really scared me at the time. I was like, "Whoa, that's pretty weird." I had never even thought about anything like that. But but apparently, that was not something that. Um, was unique to that movie. That's that's something that actually was supposedly going on Atlant in Atlantis, if if you believe that. And that was they in this movie they they alluded to the fact that this was part of their decline, that they were transcending the boundaries of you know human morality and stuff in in different ways, and with their weaponry as well.
They had these big crystal weapons or something that they were shooting at things with. Can't find it. I, sw- I swear I'm looking for it. Well, it's, it's, it's somehow disappeared. I, I saw it. Have I, have I called Jim up now? I know he, he's seen that because we've talked about it. But um, I, I never see it on TV. It's never, um, you know, a lot of those old movies, you'll see them once in a while. They're, Atlantis, The Lost Continent. There it is. 1961. Ooh, I was pretty close. I had it nailed pretty close. The poster looks awesome. Yeah. See if you can get a hold of that, Eric. We can, we can watch that sometime. But it, it, it's kind of amazing to me that nothing has been really, no um, current moves have been made about Atlantis. I mean, there was a British TV show, BBC show about Atlantis, which yeah. was really, really boring. <laughs> it was really boring. I mean, a lot of British shows are don't, slow, like molasses in January, slow. Don't mince words. What do you really think? <laughs> I know I tried to sugarcoat it a little bit. The uh, the Atlantean princes had pretty cool costumes, I'll have to say. If I'm going to give it a po- something positive in my review, and the Atlantean, Atlantean princesses looked pretty good in their their white oh Atlantean yeah. princess gowns that they had. Yeah. So what? So we're looking at the end of the show here, Walt. We are. We are. Um, so let's get some, uh, let's get some, try to get some listener feedback on this topic. What, what, do you, what, do you, what kind of, if you're, if you're going to make a com, com, chimera, what would you make? What, what animal would you, you know, if you were going to raise a chimera, what animal would you want to, exactly. um, combine it, combine your DNA with, and what kind of rights should they have or what kind of rights do they have? Yeah. And the, and the thing is, is that how, would it, would it change the way that we and, look and, at, you know, do you, what what do you do when they shit in the house? You know exactly. Do, 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 do they get toilet trained or? Yeah, I think they should be. Yeah, you know. I mean, cats. You know, cats and dogs do so. And and here's another question: What lines should we should we draw in the sand and say, okay, no, we can't. No, no, we're not. This is this is something we're not doing. Yeah, I mean that's a legitimate question. What's the it one is. thing? Yeah. What's the one thing that everybody can agree upon and say, no. No, we're not. We're not. We're not going to do this. Right, we're, right, it, right. It's it's okay that if we create slave labor out of robots, but creating slave labor out of like chimeras, half man, half gorilla, or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, we're that's a line we're not going to cross. Is that a line that we would we would actually draw in the sand? Right. Leave it up to the listeners. Let's Tom, see what they have to say on our Facebook page. Doug, Doug Plumbo, I'm calling you out. Tell tell us what kind of chimera you would make. Yeah, you too, Jenny. Let's Jenny get into too. it. Yeah, let's get Jenny. Get everybody in, in here. Yeah, let's and get some get some feedback on. Throw that. Jim into the mix as well. Yeah, I'm going to call him up and see everybody see what he would he would make. So anyway, hey, um, we're actually. If in fact, people would want him. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe that. Maybe it's so aberrant to them that they would choose to not even think about it so anyway i don't know but. with that said we have one thing that um we were going to bring this up um we have a a, a website that is being built specifically for the metaphysical connection mm-hmm. it's and it is metaphysicalpodcast.com and that is going to be coming up in the not too distant future so you can just go directly to www metaphysicalpodcast.com and that's where you're going to be able to find us so that's not available yet it's i'm working on it okay i am working on it but mm-hmm. that's going to be in the future and it's going to 
you're going to be able to go to our Twitter page, Dr. Physical Accident, and our, our Facebook page, and the Twitter pages, and, and all of that stuff. Get yourself some Henry's hard soda. Exactly. They're, they're, they're not an advertiser. They're not. They're we, not. We they're talk not, about it. Maybe they will be. Yeah. It's, it's really pretty good. It's Yeah. Absolutely. Drink a six pack of that and you'll be turning into a chimera. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least in your own mind anyway. Eric turns into a human <laughs> pig. I'm part eagle. I'm going to jump off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like more like Eric's hard cider now made with real LSD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, so, a, that's another whole level of hard soda. So anyway, with, 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 hey, listen, with that said, I want everybody to, um, by the time that this is this is on the server, on the interwebs. Are you putting this out tomorrow? I'm putting this out tomorrow. Cool. So it's still Memorial Day. Yeah. I want Memorial, Memorial, Memorial Day has not arrived yet. I want everybody to have a wild and dangerous Memorial Day. Right. I want you to have lots of fun. Right. I want you to go out and I want you to do some crazy things and I want you to just really enjoy yourself and push the envelope. Because you know what I really hate? I really hate it when people say, we wish you a, a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend. Happy and healthy. Happy and, and healthy. Remember, everybody, right. safety first. Right. No. Here at the Fedora Chronicles Network, which hosts the Metaphysical Connection, we want you to live life on the edge. Right. Get crazy. Have fun. Right. Get into it. So, okay, if well, if you're single, date a chimera. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, or chimeras need love too. <laughs> and, rem and remember, folks, picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been the Metaphysical Connection with your hosts, Eric Renderking Fisk and Walt Schnabel. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the unexplained, the paranormal, and the supernatural phenomenons. You can learn more about us on our webpage. Right now it is metaphysical.fedorachronicles.com where you can find links to our Facebook and Twitter page. This is also a great way to catch up on past shows, find out what we'll be talking about next time, and drop us a line and tell us how much you love this show and what topics you want us to tackle next. That's also a great portal for all of you to let us know if you'd like to be a guest on our show with a great story or to promote a book that you've written or a documentary that you have filmed. The Metaphysical Connection is a product of the Fedora Chronicles Network, copyright 2016, all rights reserved. Make our shareholders happy by getting fucked up. Like any, any advertising is good advertising. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>